Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your own life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking massive action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adi. I'm your therapist, your coach, your mentor. Join me as we heal your life together. Hello, welcome to Therapeutic Life Healing with Adit, and I am so glad you're here today. If you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back. Welcome, welcome. And if you are new, I'm so happy you have stumbled upon this podcast show. I hope that you enjoy your stay here and return back. So before we dive in, I'm going to read a quick review left for the podcast. I'd like to thank Tammy for leaving a review. Tammy wrote, Adit has such great insight and advice. I enjoyed her podcast and can't wait to learn from her. As someone who has been in the mental health field for years, I love hearing what she has to say. Great advice and very encouraging. Thank you so much for that review, Tammy. If you find value in these episodes, I encourage you to leave a review and let me know what you think. And I'd love to read your review one day in a future show. Now, quick shout outs to some countries that are tuning in. Love connecting us from all over the world. We're here in one energetic space. And what's up to the United States, Canada, Australia, Norway, Ireland, Belgium. Hello out in France and the United Kingdom. I see friends out in Iceland and Taiwan, Botswana, Argentina and Russia. We have friends out in Turkey and Germany, Hong Kong, Italy, Cambodia, Mexico, the Netherlands. And I just want to thank you on the other end, wherever you are, whoever you are. Thank you for spending your time here with me today. Now, let's dive into the episode. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the power of no and giving you seven tips for saying no effectively. Now, saying no is something that we struggle with. A lot of us have a hard time saying no to people and to maybe things at work that come our way, people in our lives inviting us to events, spending time, wanting to spend time with us, whatever it is, it's always interesting to me that a lot of us tend to feel guilty. Feeling guilty is very common and nothing is wrong with you for feeling that way. Think about it this way. It's like a muscle that you're building, right? This muscle of no. Just like you would go into the gym, you wouldn't pick up 100 pounds and start lifting that right away. You would work your way up to it, starting with 5 pounds, 10 pounds, and so on. So in that same way, saying no takes practice. I think some of us struggle with saying no just because simply we just haven't had enough practice. And the more we do it, the less guilty we feel and the more practice and confidence we have in being able to just say no. And these seven tips are seven effective ways that you can say no, and of course, adapt it to your liking. Before I get into the strategies, I just want you to think about a time, maybe something recently that's happened in your life where you wanted to say no. This could have been being invited to an event, um, maybe getting on a call, 
maybe an extra thing that was thrown your way last minute at work. Um, Maybe it was just someone wanting more of your time and you just didn't have it. Maybe someone asking you to lend them some money. So there's so many different things that come our way where you want to say no and you don't, right? Um, So think of that time and how it made you feel more recently. So, you know, oftentimes we say yes because we feel bad saying no, and then we end up feeling miserable for saying yes. And another time it's when we want to say no and we might feel bad, but we just don't know how to say no. And what I really want to teach you today is how you can say no and not feel bad about saying it with time. Some of us hold more guilt than others. And so it's just a work in progress. The more you do it, the more you feel less bad about doing that and saying no. So something um, that has really helped me over time is really understanding my why. Why am I saying no? What am I prioritizing? And that makes it easier because then you're saying yes to the things that you want and yes to the things that your time is meant to be for. So Think about this last episode. If you haven't heard it already, definitely recommend you to check it out because we talked about time management. And this kind of comes um, from an offshoot of that episode because once you understand your time and your time is your energy and where it's going, then it becomes easier to say yes to the things that you do want and no to the things that don't fit into that in this season of your life. So we all, you know, again, things happen in life. There's exceptions to the rule always. But oftentimes we're more so playing in the exception than the rule. So the rule is you say yes to the things that you want to say yes to and no to the things you you don't want to do or have time to do. And that is the rule. The exception is sometimes life throws curveballs and yeah, you make exceptions. You say yes when you really mean no. But for whatever reason, you have to define what those exceptions are and make room and space for them in this season of your life. So let's go ahead and dive into the strategies. So number one is just say it. Just say no. Oftentimes we like to over-explain and we'll give a vague maybe no and it gives an opening for the other person to try again, right? The problem is, uh, let's say someone asks us for our help and we say, We try to come up with an excuse really quick. For example, we might say, I'd like to help, but I'm really busy. The problem with that approach is it gives the other person an opportunity to continue to ask, and they might feel there's an opening to say, okay, since you're busy this week, how about next week? So you get into that ping pong, and eventually you're either going to cave and just say yes, and you really, again, mean no, but this is about teaching you how to be effective. So when you know it's a no, number one, remember to just say it. Just say no. Um, Don't beat around the bush. Don't offer excuses or reasons. You know, just depending on who the person is, only provide an opening for the other person in the sense of inviting them in to understand what's going on in your life and giving them a brief explanation only if you want to, if you feel there's a need to. However, don't feel compelled or forced or that you have to Um, The less said, the better. And don't delay it. Just say it. Number two, just be assertive and courteous. You might say, I'm sorry I can't right now, but I'll let you know when and if I can. And this approach is polite and it puts you in a position of power by changing the dynamic. And you're taking charge. You're telling people you'll let them know when and if you can. Another example would be, I appreciate you asking for help, 
but I'm stretched too thin right now to devote that time to be of quality of help to you. Or I appreciate you thinking about me. Let me know how it goes. I can't at this moment of time. I got a lot on my plate. Number three, understand people's tactics. Many people and organizations use manipulation techniques, whether knowingly or not. For example, think about when you get solicited for a donation to a charity and there's forced options. Would you like to donate 10, 20, 30, or X amount of dollars, right? Another tactic is most people donate $20, but how much would you like to donate? This is kind of relies on social pressure or options within options. And so understand that sometimes people have their own motives And when they're asking you to do something, oftentimes you're saying yes to their agenda and you're saying no to your agenda. So take that into consideration. If you feel really bad about saying no, just think about it that way that, you know, that you're constantly saying yes to other people's goals. They're building their dreams and helping to a point where it ends up putting you in the backseat of your own dreams. And so just understand people's tactics, especially in the work field that makes sense that will probably likely come up more. Number four, set boundaries. People sometimes have a hard time saying no because we haven't taken the time to evaluate the relationship and understand our roles within the relationship. When you truly understand the dynamic and your role, you won't feel as worried about the consequences of saying no, right? We'll realize that our relationship is solid and that it can withstand our no. I've been practicing that more in relationships that feel really safe. And so being able to say no, and you know that the relationship is still solid. When we fear that, it comes from a place of fearing abandonment. Oh my gosh, she's going to be mad at me. I can't say no. And that fear creates a habit of codependency. And then we are constantly saying yes in that relationship. And it creates some dynamic there that's not sustainable over time. Because once your role changes, let's say something happens in your life and you just don't have that much time anymore to dedicate to that relationship in the way that you maybe used to. And now, unless you've had a conversation about that, that becomes the norm and the expectation. So you almost kind of have to reset the boundaries in your relationships. I especially encourage this in friendships that can be really tricky and hard. I definitely have a lot of room to grow in that department, um, but I've been practicing that muscle over this last year. And I will say that I'm learning my lessons and then bringing them along with me and trying to implement them in my current relationships. So also be okay that you're going to make mistakes. You might piss some people off or you might not come off as the way you wished you wanted to. Um, And that's okay. You have to forgive yourself and just keep it moving. Number five, put the question back on the person asking. It's highly effective, especially in a work situation. Let's say a supervisor is asking you to take on several tasks more than you can handle at the moment. And you might say, I'm happy to do X, Y, Z. However, I would need these three weeks rather than two to do a good job. How would you like me to prioritize them? Or In order for me to take those tasks, I would need to remove one or two other tasks. Which ones would you want me to remove um, in order to take that one on? So there's a strategy to that method. So just putting the question back on the person, especially in the work field, I think that can be a really tactful way to basically say, no, but if you're going to make me do this, then something else got to give because I can't do it all. You probably can feel me on that one. Number six, be firm. 
If someone can't accept your no, then you know that person's probably not a true friend or partner or has your best interest at heart, you know, it's or doesn't respect you. Um, stand firm and don't feel compelled that you have to give in just because that person is uncomfortable. Oftentimes we want to rescue people from their feelings. We want to make them feel better. Um, but it comes at a cost and you have to understand that that cost is your well-being, your sanity, your self-care, your dream. At what cost is it serving you or what cost is it costing you when you're constantly saying yes? You know, really starting to practice being firm. Number seven, be self first. If you remember back to the episode with Jamaica a couple episodes ago, we talked about boundaries and healthy boundaries. And I interviewed Jamaica and she gave us a self-assessment tool which was wonderful. And she talked about going in the self first on the scale of assessing where you fall. You don't want to be selfish. You don't want to be selfless, right? And selfless is like you're people pleasing. You're constantly saying yes to whatever other people want. You know, even simple things like someone asks, what do you want for dinner? And you're like, whatever you want, doesn't matter. And you might really just not have an opinion that day and that's fine. But if you're constantly finding yourself giving in to whatever others want. And you you never really get to know what you want. Um, and so Jamaica really taught us to be thinking about it through a self-first lens, which has a comma. So it's things like, I want Thai food, comma, what would you like? I'm available on Fridays, comma, what days are good for you? So you're not constantly being in the people-pleasing side of the scale where you're just constantly give, give, give. Um, but you're also not on the other end of it where you're constantly no, 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 and your boundaries are so rigid and then you have nobody left in your life because you've pushed everybody away. So you want to be very mindful. And I imagine if you're tuning into this episode, you absolutely are a mindful, kind, loving, good-hearted person. Um, and you're just figuring out navigating how to insert boundaries, how to say no in an effective way. Um, so the last strategy is to just be self-first. Put your needs first and not constantly the needs of other people and asking what they want all the time without considering what you want in that conversation too. If you prioritize that person's needs over yours, you'll find your productivity, your well-being will suffer and you'll have resentment over time. It'll just come out in other ways. You'll be much more irritable and angry um, because you'll feel like people keep taking advantage of you and and not appreciating you. But you have to remember you are co-creating some of that. Unless you're in an abusive relationship where someone's emotionally, physically manipulating you, you know, that's not for you. You are not, it's not you at fault. So I don't want you to think about that co-creation if you're in a domestic violent relationship. This is more just kind of the general day-to-day -day relationships that we all have that are naturally, quote unquote, safe, emotionally safe relationships. But perhaps when we think about this, it's thinking about what do I need? And whenever I give to other people, I also need to pour back into me and other people need to pour back into me and they need to also invest in my rest just as much as I want to invest in their rest. So thinking about how are we supporting one another in doing that? And when we, how, how we can we think about it through that lens where we're really encouraging in our relationships to be self-first and with each other practicing how to do that and finding your groove. You know, Warren Buffett says that the difference between successful people and very successful people is that very successful people say no to almost everything. 
Um, so this might be the season where you're saying yes to your dream and that goal and whatever it is, maybe you're building a business, um, you're an entrepreneur, you're um, stepping out to creating something that you hadn't created before or learning a new skill, whatever it is, you deserve to pour back into yourself and um, really take the time to recover from what happened last year and maybe taking some time out for more self-care. Whatever your reason is, you have to just be clear with what that is for you. And that way your no becomes easier to say. And I think lastly, what I just want to say is that we need to give people more credit that people do want to see us happy. They love you, right? The people in your circle, they love you just as much as you love them. So thinking about the people closest to you, you know, having a conversation about how can we invest in each other's well-being? How can I invest in your rest? Um, how can we not take the no personal? So just as much as you're saying no to somebody and trying to practice that, when someone says no to you, don't take it personal. Also remember that they're trying to practice their no. And I think this is the probably the key ingredient uh, for me that really unlocked everything was like, this isn't even about me. If someone's saying no, I actually will celebrate that. I'm like, great, you need to cancel last minute and not come to do um, whatever thing I have going on, or you can't pick up the phone right now, or you can't call me back today or text right away or whatever it is. I'm not going to hold that against you. If you are taking care of yourself or whatever it is, I don't even need to know the reason. Um, but I'm going to have to respect your no, because guess what? There's going to be time you need to respect my no. And so it goes both ways. So just getting into relationships where that becomes a conversation um, that becomes normalized. And I know I'm definitely having them in my friend groups and um, it feels really nice. It feels um, like there's just a lot of freedom and acceptance and, a, and the fear of hurting someone's feelings or feeling guilty. It's not coming at a cost of my sanity, mental health, my well-being, or my dreams and my goals or my self-care. Um, all these things that are really important to me. Um, so I really hope that these have been helpful for you. And maybe practice one. Pick one out of these seven that I've shared that you're going to actually implement and try this week. So the next time something comes up where you want to say no, which one are you going to are you going to decide is the way that which you're going to effectively say no. So to recap, the seven strategies and tips for saying no effectively are number one, just say it, say no. Number two, be assertive and courteous. Number three, understand people's tactics. Number four, set boundaries. Number five, put the question back on the person asking. Number six, be firm. Number seven, be self first. And I just hope that you continue to have a wonderful 2021. Uh, may you continue to lean into your self-care and take good care of yourself and take good care of each other. Thank you so much, friends, for tuning into today's episode. If you have some time, please take a moment to subscribe to the episode and take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and to leave a review. The review helps connect to more listeners from around the world to find this episode and find this podcast. So thank you for taking time to leave a review. If you want to dive deeper into your healing journey, 
go ahead and reach out to me and schedule your free 15-minute consultation. Wherever you are in the world, we can set up a virtual session online and it's confidential and whatever you're experiencing, whether it's a breakdown, a breakup, a life transition, you just need a little bit of accountability, whatever it is, you can reach out to me and we can have either one breakthrough session or we can set up a package plan and set you up with some individual coaching sessions to help you along the way in your healing journey. Reach out to me at hello at adeetc.com. That's hello at adeetc.com. It's also in the show notes. I provide individual therapeutic life healing coaching sessions to women from all over the world through virtual sessions. I also have a virtual therapeutic master course that you can enroll now and start today in the comfort of your own home. It's on my website, adeetc.com. Just click on the service tab and click on virtual masterclass and check it out. You can see if preview of the introduction and get a taste for what the three-week course will look like with the entire curriculum that you can view online and see if it's for you. Feel free to email me if you have questions and I cannot wait to see you. Wish you so much joy, so much fun, and so much healing in your journey. Thank you friends for being here. Stay safe, stay blessed.